start over. Oh, take two. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Um, so glad you guys came. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Not yet. Hold up, let me give you take three. Action. Hello, everyone. Hey. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are here. <laughs> What's up? Um, so as we all know, this is our little 10th episode. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, so recap, last episode, we talked about money, spending, and financing. And we also had a special guest brought by Aisha. I mean, Aisha, sorry. Um, and so this podcast, we're going to be um, talking, it's going to make a new versus old, old versus new type of thing. And um, we have two special guests that Miss Ray will um, introduce. Uh, also, we'll be doing a little um, generation showdown and we'll be announcing a winner from our little um, competition we had a little gen, it was like a gen z what would gen z do and miss ray roll the clip are you getting ready to watch teen summit what what who is Toya? marvin who who is this you want me to go look at my car like because i will i put some more butter on that popcorn The Laffy presents Buddha. Teen Summit Podcast with your host, Miss Ray. Youth with passion. Youth who speak their mind. Listen to the voices of our youth. Youth who care. We're here. We made it, everybody. Yes, we, we in there. We this podcast, so generously sponsored by the Lake Arbor Foundation, would not have been possible without donors, without people who believe in the voices of our young people, without you all, our youth, who have been committed 10 weeks. We started in November of 2020, right after the election, and we have been rolling since. We've been getting better. We've been getting more confident. We've been getting funner. We've been getting freer. And this episode will be part of the culmination of our growth and an opportunity to look back 
look forward and combine the two together. So as Naye so greatly said, today's episode is old school versus new school. And so in honor of that, you might've noticed that our intro clip was a little bit different. So I took some of the old school from the old Teen Summit BT back in the day and combined it with the new school Teen Summit now and combined our, combined our world. So we're going to get into it. Before that, I wanted to just introduce our two co-hosts, Miss Stacy Hill and Mr. Frederick Cheeseboro. Can you just say hi, introduce yourself? Okay, hi, I'm Stacy. Thank you so much for having me for this monumental uh, Teen Summit production. Uh, this is awesome. So I'm looking forward to playing and winning. Hey guys, this is uh, Fred Cheeseboro. Uh, thanks so much for having me. That intro clip just gave me so much energy and flashbacks. I'm excited to be here. Yes, so we're so happy to hear you. So um, let's just get into your experience as a Teen Summit co-host. So first of all, how old were you when you did Teen Summit? Either Fred or Stacey, you could start off. Okay, uh, I started when I was 15 uh, and did it until I graduated as a senior. So I was considered, or I really was, one of the first Teen Summit Posse members. And what we did is we went to the BET studio right on New York Avenue in Washington, DC, and we would record live every Saturday. Um, there were so many Posse members, I didn't do it every Saturday, but at least twice a month I'd be on. So I got to meet some really interesting folks and that's how it all started. That, I graduated in 1992, so <laughs> that's just how old I am. <laughs> Hey guys, so mine was, you know, a little bit different. Uh, so I came a little bit after uh, Stacy. So I was 17 uh, when I was a uh, guest on Teen Summit. They come down to Florida to do, you know, a special version of Teen Summit that was initially done in DC. Uh, and so I think that year was 2000 and I graduated in 2001. Uh, so yeah. Love it, love it. So most of our young people here are just around the age and when you you did it. And so I find it just really amazing to see the transformation. Um, what was one of the most, like your, your moment where you started to develop your voice? Like you started to get a little bit more confident. You started to just, you know, feel more open. You know, was it like, speaker? Was it the topic? Like what really helped you just kind of get into your own? Well, um, when I started, I was really shy. I was interested in broadcasting. However, uh, there were so many other teens that were on the show. I was kind of scared to, like you said, have this voice. So my mom used to drop me off. Like I said, I was 15. My mom used to drop me off on Saturdays. And when I'd get back in the car, she'd say, uh, I'm not going to keep dropping you off if you're not going to say anything. I want you to say something. So I was like, oh my God. So the next time I went on, we had a special guest named Sean Bay, who was a boxer from the DMV area. And all I could hear in my head was say something, say something. So I was like, um, Sean Bay, do you think you'll kill somebody when you get in the ring? And I was like, oh my God, that's the dumbest question. I said, my mom is going to kill me for that too. <laughs> but anyway, after I just kind of opened up like that, I realized it really wasn't that bad. I had lots of ideas and opinions and it's okay to express them. So that's how I started. 
Yeah, and, and similar to, to Stacy, I think your voice is something that, you know, you'll always be finding. It'll always get better. But on, on Teen Summit, you know, so Joe Claire, who is a local DMV uh, DJ, uh, he basically went through the crowd that day and he asked, okay, so who wants to be on the panel? And I certainly never thought he was going to pick me. So I just raised my hand simply because I knew I wasn't going to get picked. And surprise, I got picked. Not only did I get picked, I ended up sitting on the very first row. So when it came time for question and answer, I didn't really have the luxury to sit by and be quiet. Um, and I don't, you know, it, it's been a little little while, you know, uh, guys, you'll find as you get older, you may not remember all the details, but I do remember that after it was over, when I saw my picture in the paper and I was holding the microphone, I was like, who, who is that guy? I don't even know who that person is who's, who's talking on Teen Summit. So, you know, it was a great experience. I could just add that we had some amazing guests uh, that appeared on Teen Summit. We had international um, uh, co-hosts on uh, television shows. We had all the popular musical guests at the time. So, I mean, all kinds of people were coming through. At that time, I was in love with Special Ed. That was a rapper. Uh, Black Sheep came on. Oh my God, I love Black Sheep. So I was just having a ball, you know, being a part of Teen Summit, seeing all these famous people that, you know, you only see on TV, you can't touch. But at the same time, riveting questions were being asked of us as they are of you guys. And it's important to hear the youth's voice. So we were saying what we thought, what we experienced as, especially in our area, DMV students, most of them were black at that time, you know, on the show. So it was a great platform. And I'm so excited that you guys have continued this platform because you all are our future. I mean, technically you're our now also. What was your most exciting moment? Stacy? Oh, I mean, I was trying, I didn't want to talk too much. Um, oh, I'm going to tell you the most exciting moment. When I graduated from high school, I went to Woodrow Wilson Senior High. And I went to, I uh, was accepted at North Carolina A&T State University. That was, that's in Greensboro, North Carolina. I was going down there to get a degree in mechanical engineering. And the first day I got to campus, almost everybody said, oh, I know you, you're from Teen Summit. And I was like, I can't believe this. I didn't know anybody outside of Washington DC was watching Teen Summit. So it's like I had a family when I got down there because everybody watched Teen Summit. So just to, to know that I did make an impact. I mean, you know, I'm just one person but people did listen, people did watch and people did care. That was like the best moment of Teen Summit for me. Yeah, and similar to, to Stacy, it was kind of cool because we got these Teen Summit t-shirts. And I re remember it was red, had the Teen Summit logo on the left, and it had something on the back. I forget what was there. Uh, but, you know, I wanted to hold on to that memory. So I would use my shirt at the gym. And similar to, to Stacy, you know, I went to school uh, only about two hours away from my hometown. But people would, would recognize, like, hey, because the show was on rotation for about, like, three or four months. Uh, in my hometown, and it was nice to be, you know, recognized and, and, and remembered. Um, it, it was funny, I was trying to find that t-shirt because I had it for so long. I think eventually I did get rid of it, but I was hoping to wear my Teen Summit t-shirt today. 
did not find it though. So it's great to have you guys here. Um, my question okay, so is, like, is, did you all? Oh, sorry, no, you first. What is one big thing that you guys took away from being a part of the Teen Summit podcast? So I would say, you know, something that Stacy said that I would just echo is, you guys are the future, but you are the now. And if you don't think that people are listening to you, they are, because guess what? what they think in a few years, it's not gonna matter, but what you think, that's what all the companies are gonna be looking to cater to, that's what the businesses are gonna be looking to cater to, schools, you name it. So, you know, what's, like Stacey said, your voice is so important. Do not underestimate your voice, it, it, it's huge. You are the now. And that was similar to, you know, when we were on Teen Summit, I'm sure Stacy would agree, realizing just how valuable your voice is is something that never leaves you. Mm -hmm. I was fortunate to be on Teen Summit with my best friend, Rukia. So what we would do, now this is funny, we would, like, I would have, like, a special jacket and some pants, and I thought it was fancy. You know, I didn't have a, a large wardrobe, but I would wear it one week, and then when Rukia would go on, she put the jacket on, <laughs> so we would like switch our outfits, <laughs> but you know, um, it was just, it was just fun. And like, uh, again, Fred, I agree with you and you guys, your voice is important. The funny thing is the same issues basically that I dealt with as a, ch a kid, you guys are dealing with them, but you're dealing with it. You deal with it in a different way. So it's just interesting to see your take on the same situation, i.e. Uh, police brutality, uh, you know, um, I'm trying to think of something else, but you know, this uh, whole internet inequality where a lot of people don't have access to the internet, you know, they, they're not able to succeed during this COVID period because they don't have access to these resources that some of us do. So it's just, it's really interesting to see how you guys, how are you handling COVID? Um, you know, how are you learning like this? So again, you guys are very important. So just stay important and keep relevant because we love you guys. My question is, so you know how you said, how you guys were talking about um, that, like talking, or, like speaking up during the podcast. So like other than those things, like what was like the hardest part of like building up team podcast and like, um, like the steps to it? For us, every Friday before the show, we would have a meeting in the green room. Um, and what we would do is we'd do a run of show, which I, you know, you all do the same. So they would give us the topics, who the guests were. And we, it was our time to kind of have just a conversation, a free conversation about this topic. The one thing I didn't like about it was, let's say I'd bring up a really good point. Uh, somebody else would say my point the next day. So I had to learn how to <laughs> carve my thoughts. Um, they also would kind of judge us based on our comments of that conversation on Friday. So if I really wasn't vocal, they would say, well, you know what, maybe Stacy, let's take you out. Let's put Dejour in. So it's important to, you gotta speak clearly, but you gotta also have some ideas at, for me. I had to keep them in the back of my head to bring up the next day because I wanted to sound original when Saturday's show came out. Yeah, and I'll give a different take on that, you know, for years sort of studying Teen Summit, never realizing I was going to have the opportunity to be on it. I think a major difference that you guys have is it's just so 
easy, if you will, to connect and do Teen Summit. You know, back in the day, if you missed the Teen Summit show on Saturday, I think they might have had an encore that came on later in the day, but like, like that was it. So you had to wait till like the next week to see it again, right? Whereas you guys can just go to, uh, you know, the webpage or the YouTube and just click on it and rewatch it. You know, that's uh, a luxury you guys might not realize you had. Uh, this is, you know, predating DVR and, and all that other stuff. So, you know, it's very uh, different today. I think it's a, a lot easier for you guys to be engaged. I think it's awesome. Just real quick, I'm laughing because back then we had a Betamax. Have you guys heard of Betamaxes? There was Betamaxes and there was VHS. Betamax was a smaller cassette tape, but it was big. Probably about like this size, you know, and you would feed it into the machine and you would run out of tape. So you would stick like probably the same tape you recorded on previously. And then you'd be like, oh my God, where's that episode? And I taped over it. So it's just funny how technology has changed significantly since then. Okay, so I have a question. So, like today, we have like big uh, things to talk about, like racial inequality and big problems like that. Like, what were some problems back then that you guys would kind of cover, speak on, on the Team Summit podcast back then? So, I'll give you, uh, you know, my take on it again, coming just a little bit after Stacey, when you think about the year, which was you know, 2000, 2001, everyone was scared of a computer bug called Y2K, right? And so how is that going to impact the, you know, computers and the internet? We all were in fear that everything was just going to like shut down and we didn't know how we would get past that. So that was a big thing, uh, you know, right, right around that time. Um, Let's see, other other topics, it kind of, you know, it, it, it's weird. And what I admire about, you know, you young folks right now is that there's some issues that you guys are dealing with that we didn't really deal with in that period. It was sort of almost a, a, a kumbaya kind of, kind of time. There were no major world conflicts going on at that time, uh, like you guys have had to go through. This is pre-9-11. Uh, police brutality was not like the the hot button topic right around that time. So it, it was really looking back a very sort of easy time. Our, our issues were kind of first world when I, I look back at them. You guys are dealing with, you know, so, so much more, to be quite honest with you. Well, as I said, I grew up in Washington, D.C. So D.C. at that time was called Dodge City. Uh, there were so many deaths taking place in DC and it was actually very scary. I think at one point we had like 486 deaths in one year. So it was crazy. Um, fortunately, I never saw a dead body and I'm not being funny, but um, it, uh, people were dropping left and right. The other concern, which I know these are smaller concerns, which is making sure that students did finish high school and make that transition on to either college or for, you know, um, what's the word, a vocational jobs. That was something that was big back then also. Uh, the mayor at that time was Marion Barry. He was an amazing mayor for the city of Washington, DC. 
And so he had provided uh, jobs for kids. He still, they still call it the Mayor Berry program uh, in Washington, D.C. now. But he was providing jobs for students, opportunities that we weren't getting all the time, especially, you know, urban kids, urban Black kids. So that was another big issue. But it, things were changing, like he said. I mean, it's kind of changing in Washington, D.C. It was, it was getting better at that time. We still did have police brutality because, you know, weed wasn't legal back then. And we were getting, oh, not we, because I didn't do that, but <laughs> people were getting arrested for, you know, small minor infractions, but they were getting put away for a long time. So that still was an issue uh, back then when I was in school or as a kid. Okay. As much as I would love to hear more questions and answers and interviews, we need to move on because we are on a time crunch. So without further ado, let's start the Gen X versus Gen Z music challenge. So we're doing a song association game. If you guys do not know what that is, it's where I will, I'm the judge for today and I will be giving each team the same word and they have to try and either sing or say a song that has that word in a lyric. So we would be doing this family feud style. So that means Gen X will pick one person to go up, Gen Z will also do the same, and they will do a battle off as I pick the word. First person to get something right and sing, like sing or say the word correctly will get a point. And we'll see who wins. Oh, for, I, I, so I'm gonna say me and Mr. Fred, we're millennials. And so we'll be oh, Gen X and millennials. My bad. It's all good. <laughs> I'm gonna you as long as I can. Um, so, and then the millennials, uh, then versus Gen Z. Just saying. Okay. All right. On you, Jay. So, who's first up? Oh. People. Young, let's go young, young, youngins first. So Gen, Gen Z first. You all have to participate. Okay, um, I could go up first you. for Gen Z. Okay, so Aisha against who? Uh, let's see, ladies first. So either Miss Ray I'll or go. Stacey. I'll go first. <laughs> Okay, so Aisha versus Miss Ray. So your guys' word is baby. Baby by Justin Bieber. Baby, baby. Um, um, baby, 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 baby. Ashanti. <laughs> I was thinking that one too. That's good. <laughs> okay, so technically Aisha got the point. However, though, I did want you guys to like actually sing like the lyric. So if you, even if you just said like, if Aisha, if you just said like, Baby, 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 that would have been fine, but you did say it I first. Did. So you said you point. I do. You and but me you said by Justin Bieber. You just had to sing the lyric. I know what song you guys are talking about. Okay. <laughs> you want to play the song or we just like, we're not going to do the song? Mm, maybe at the end. We'll okay. see. We'll see. Next victims. <laughs> okay, I'll go. So mistake against knife. So your guys' love word is love. Love me like you do. Love, love, love me like you. Okay. 
So two Gen Z and two for the older generation. So that leaves Antonio and Miss Fred. All okay. Right. Okay. Your guys' hey, word here we go. is my. My, my love. Do you and <laughs> The one I had in mind was my girl, because that's easiest. <laughs> Antonio, what did you what were you gonna think of? I was trying to think of something. I was like, uh yeah. Nothing I couldn't think of a song at the moment. <laughs> All okay, right, so, so you guys want me to go, or are you guys good? No, no, let's keep going. Nope. Okay, so the next one is David against which one of you three? Fred. All right, I'll go again. <laughs> okay, you ready, David? Yeah. Your word is don't. Don't, don't. Oh man, that's a, that's a tough one. Don't. Uh, you want me to hold the baton? Can can I can I can we pass? Yeah. You can, you can pass it on if you want. Okay. Right, so don't yeah, be cool. You want to pass it to me? You pass it? Yeah, I'm about yeah. Pass it. Oh, hear me? You want to pass it? You can pass it to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll pass it. Don't. I, I said mine. Don't be cruel. Oh. I will never yes. be that cruel. Miss Stacy said it first. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh not yay. That is a good one, though. Yeah. I forgot about that song. Now, yay, when did that song come out? What What is a dun da anyways? Oh. Let's talk about that. Wait, which song? What's on don't drop that dun da da. Hey, don't drop that dun da da. Don't drop that dun da da. What is it? Oh man. Oh well. Well, speaking of like, speaking of um, like you know this or that. Let's play this throwback from um from Miss Stacy's interview. Aisha, Antonio, you clearly don't know this song. Never heard the hook. You never heard the hook? Two I'm just like, yeah. Antonio, I don't know what's wrong to You're not the only one making that face. Yo, who is getting hit in the background? Somebody is getting punched. Yo, you can get with I think I'm gonna blow that song. 
that those few lyrics like wait a minute I think I know that song yeah the this or that anyways oh. <laughs> I didn't realize that. that was black sheep so yeah. that's black sheep got it okay I'm with you now I didn't know that I didn't know that, that was like the best thing to play in the club everybody would get hyped we would jump up so you guys think that jumping up is new we used to jump too all right jordan i think we got time for one or two more who was getting hurt in the song somebody was going I, I, I don't know what was happening but somebody was through pain in that song it took some blood sweat and tears to reduce that for real all Yo. right so the score okay, is, so jordan what's the score two or two okay okay all right tiebreaker so the last one Okay, so since Mr. Fred and Miss Stacy went the last one, it's only right if you go, Miss Ray. Who's up, Gen Z? Aisha? All right. It's showtime. Okay. Right, you just tag me in. Tag me in if you don't got it. Just tag okay. me in. Yeah. You can tag. Oh, actually, no, you can't tag me in. Never mind. <laughs> you can tag me too. But the word is somebody. Can y'all really feel me? East Coast feel me. West Coast feel me. I'm having way too much fun. I don't know who said it first though. I should said it first, which means that Gen Z is the uh, winner. Y'all <laughs> can I just give a speech real quick? Oh. Y'all underestimating us right there, okay? In the first, we got it in the first two words. It felt like Lion King. You know, they were playing B, but then they became plan A. You know, <laughs> champions. Okay, we came out champions. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know, you hear that? All right, all right. <laughs> Yeah, that was fun. That was. Now I wish I played. <laughs> okay, so recently we had a challenge, a 10 second challenge to celebrate this 10th episode of the Teen Summit podcast. So everybody, most of the hosts, we all released a question for you all to win for a chance to win $25. Now we had a couple responses and uh, I'm gonna play the questions real quick and then we'll reveal who won the contest. So uh, let me share real quick. Oh, all right. Um, all right, so this was Naya's question. From Teen Summit Podcast. My question to you guys is, what would Gen Z do if they didn't have digital devices to tell time and had to use actual clocks, like the clocks that are on the wall? And you know, those come in different forms. Can't wait to hear your responses on this one. Hey guys, it's Naya. I would have hated that. I, I would have hated that. So that was a, well, that was one of the questions you could have answered. Uh, this one is Jordan's. It's Jordan from Teen Summit Podcast. My question for you guys is what do you think Gen Z would say or do if they could time travel? Please let me know and we all love your support. Bye. Yeah, that was one of the other questions. And then we have Aisha's. 
Hey everyone, Aisha here from the Teen Summit Podcast, and my question for you is how would Gen Z parents react to their child at a parent-teacher conference? That hey would everyone, be very, Aisha very interesting. From- and now we have Margaret's, Margaret's question. Hey, it's Margaret from Teen Summit Podcast, and my question to you is, what would Gen Z do for a living? All right, hey, last but Mar- not least, uh, my question, which was... Uh, Pretty different question. What would someone from Generation yeah, Z do in this snowstorm? Uh, those snowstorm. Are some questions. Uh, you could have chose from any of those and hit dollars But you missed out. Challenge done. Uh, so, are we ready to play the winner of our Teen Summit podcast episode challenge? 10 second challenge. $25 winner. Use the money wisely. We are ready to play. Who won? challenge so we had two submissions and two two final judging submissions so naye how about you drop the first one and then i'll do the second and then we'll judge in the chat so you can either put one or two in the chat what you thought was the best naye click um share sound when you share it again Just like ditch time. If Gen Z had to use actual clocks, I think that we just totally just like ditch time completely because we already don't really care what time it is. Um, We're kind of awake always. So I think that time is a relative thing and all of Gen Z kind of appreciates that. And All right, all right. So that's number one. And our second submission. She was finished. David, could you could you read this and read this submission? And this question was for what would Gen Z do for a living? I think Gen Z would be a store clerk at a year-round Halloween store. One because we have the sarcasm of someone who deals with rude people and snotty nosed children all day. And two, we are known for making bad life choices. Wow. Okay. So how do we think that? Audience viewers, one or two in the chat. And our team and our co-hosts, let's vote two. One or two in the chat. In the chat. In the chat. In the chat. And, and Aisha, tally up the votes. Yes, ma'am. So we have two ones, two twos so far. I'm just put my we have three twos and two ones, four ones, and three twos. Uh, Any other submissions? David, uh, we have another two. Okay, so four twos and five. No, I mean, I know not to count. We have four another two. one. Is it being sent to you guys like privately? Yeah, somebody sent one to me privately. Yeah, okay, someone so- sent one to me privately too by accident. Okay, so four twos and five ones. I don't know. I know I have a one. Okay, five ones. Four twos, five ones. So number one, one. <laughs> yes. Congratulations. Okay. Congratulations, Sammy. Sammy, you have won a $25 gift card courtesy of Teen Summit Podcast sponsored by Lake Art Foundation. Yes. <laughs> Woo! 
<laughs> you will be winning a twenty-five dollar gift card. <laughs> oh, awesome, awesome, awesome! So I think the last question, just to round out, and so I'd like to hear from every everybody in the Zoom. Um, if you'd like to participate, what is one thing that you respect about another generation? So not, not your generation. So what's something that you respect or what's one thing that you feel like the other generation can learn from you in just like 10 seconds? It doesn't have to be deep. I think one thing I, res mm -hmm. I respect from other generations would probably be like respect because I do know that like a lot of other Gen Zers not saying like everybody but there are some that are like extremely disrespectful I've met people that like Gen Zers that are extremely disrespectful I think one thing that older generations could learn from us would probably be like adaptability because we were born in the generation where technology just skyrocketed and we were able to adapt to like newer technology while I know that other generations kind of still have a hard time with it. So I think that would be like one thing to learn. Uh, one thing I respect about like a previous generation, like uh, the baby boomer generation is just how like they know when to care and they know when not to care. So they know when something matters and they know when something doesn't really matter. Uh, so yeah, that's what I respect about the baby boomer. Okay, I have a lot to say about the boomers, but I'm not going to. So um, one thing I'd say I I respect from other generations is uh, the empathy that they have. I feel like they're very open to, you know, listening and being able to understand how we live life because it's so different from how they live the, their younger lives. If that makes sense. Um, and also, if I can just say this really quickly, someone in this chat said the courage and fearlessness of this gen generation Z and their tech savviness. <laughs> Love that. I think what other generations can learn from us is the, the um, you know, some TikTok dances, you know, um, learning how to uh, get some, you know, some dance moves right on TikTok because, huh. Let's, let's just leave it at that. Hmm. I'll say one thing that I respect and admire is the commitment of previous generations and the resiliency. Like they showed such heart to really not give up. Like I think our generation and younger generations live in such a instant gratification society where everything has to be so quick, but it takes heart and really thick skin to be able to persist year after year after year after year. And that's one thing that I am embracing and embodying through my ancestors um, in, in previous generations. Well, one thing that I respect about Generation Z is you guys just have this attitude that everything should be yours and it should be instant. And while some people view that as a bad thing, I think, why not? And I think that attitude will actually take you far. Why not? Why, why not now is a question that I, I think about. And I just think that's fantastic how you guys are wired that way. So, For me, for Gen Z, I like the spunk and the gumption that you all have. I think some of the historical things that older generations have dealt with you're not so attached to them. You don't have the empathy 
that, you know, or understanding exactly what they have, we have been going through. But that's actually good not to have that attachment because your perspective is different. And like you said, Fred, it's ours. We're taking it. So I do like that about you guys. Hi, this is Sonia. I just wanted to say that I really respect the, um, just like the person before me, I, I call it courage and fearlessness. There's just a, um, a fearlessness that I see with this generation where perhaps we were um, maybe more soft-spoken or uh, less ambitious, or it maybe took a little while for us to get our ambition together, but this generation is like full speed ahead. Just, I see it, I want it, I'm going for it. And I think that's wonderful. Um, I admire how um, the older generation, they um, they know more about life and they, so they might be, you know, have more wisdom. I love it. I love it. And um, and that's why for me, it's such an honor to serve as the host for this, because I really feel like I'm a bridge, like working with all of these Gen, Gen Zers and I'm the middle and then the ones in front of me. And it's just such an honor to learn from both perspectives. And um, I personally honestly think the millennials are the best, but I'm learning through this that there is no best it's what's the best from each and how can we really learn from each other to continue making whatever the best is, you know? And that is, that's, that's for me is why I love working with y'all. Thank you for coming to our 10th episode. I'm so happy that we made it this far and we all love your support and all of you guys participating in our um, podcasts. Um, don't forget that you can always rewatch our recaps and our videos on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, the whole thing. Um, and that's it. Yep, we'll see you in two weeks on Thursday, May 20th at 730 p.m. Eastern and 130 p.m. Hawaiian Standard and on the next Team Summit episode. Until then. <laughs>